from the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey West Live from May 15, 2022. Tonight's scheduled guest, our Las Vegas correspondent, David Marsh. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Three locations in Arizona, seven in Colorado, four in Missouri. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. Buy Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next stay at drurryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans, as it may be. Indeed, this is College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from the parking lot at the Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. As I prepare for uh, Game 3 of the AHL Pacific Division semifinal round, it's the uh, Colorado Eagles taking on the Ontario Reign. My co-host is always 10 feet below sea level out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. Paul, how are you? Uh, we're doing okay. Um, actually have the basement door open because it was actually the first nice day that actually stayed a nice day and was not a uh, day that looked like it was about to be the middle of October or the beginning of November. So that was good. Nice, nice, nice. Well, it's sunny, a bit breezy, and the sun is shining uh, like it's about ready to go down over the uh, Pacific Ocean as I wait here for uh, the uh, AHL yeah. game to start. Yeah. Okay. Life is tough here, Paul. Yeah, I know. It's good to be the king. <laughs> so anyway, tonight I thought, let, let's do something a little wacky with the show. Let's talk about the portal. No, I'm not, that's not the well, wacky we do, part. Well, we, let's, we should do that too, I mean. <laughs> No, uh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that, but we're also gonna 
bring on our own uh, Stephen Marsh, and we're going to talk a little bit about these college guys that are starting to make an impact uh, already um, in the uh, AHL and the NHL. We got some guys that are played uh, in some of our AHL coverage areas, so we'll get into that, and uh, we'll also talk about the new commissioner with the NCHC, Heather Weems, and um, you know what? We'll just talk college hockey, and we'll integrate a little bit of – AHL stuff too, since that's where I'll be hanging out until the uh, Eagles or the rain uh, wrap this thing up. The Eagles up two to two to nothing in this best of five, so it's do or die from this point out for the rain. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, one more bad night and your season's over. You could even have a really good night and it won't matter, um, <laughs> because you can have a uh, a good night and the other team has a better night, and uh, you're done. It's the beauty of hockey Um, you know they have these next three games at home I do not suppose that they have the same kind of home ice advantage that the Eagles have in Loveland Um, but it's still home you still get the last change you still get to match up what you want and uh, it's better than being on the road so if yeah, you're, gonna ha- you're gonna have to win to survive. I mean, that's the <laughs> exactly. way you want to do it, right? Right. So. Um, uh, I haven't been in the building yet. They haven't right. opened it up yet for me because well, they're I'm... smart. They'll keep it that way. But... <laughs> I'm doing the podcast, but the, from the outside, it looks gorgeous. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting inside for the first time and and seeing what it's like. I don't expect four thousand seven hundred cowbells, but who knows? You never know. Uh, <laughs> can we, re- did we have, do we have a recording so that we can play them when Steven is on and, and he, we can make him feel yes. Like yes. As a matter of fact, I do have a recording. I don't think I can play it for him, but oh. I do have a recording. So, uh, before we get too deep into this, I do want to also throw out the, uh, the new text line. People are starting to dial it up and, uh, and give us some information. We got some last Tuesday night, uh, unfortunately right. after coach powers is on and they were really good questions. So, We'll address them and see if we can answer them. I don't know if we can or not, but. Well, um, I don't think it's going to be that difficult because, first of all, um, one of the questions has to do with the facilities. And we already know that the uh, Coyotes will not be allowed to use the locker rooms and the training facilities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which is why they're supposed to be building their own. Yeah, you want me to argue with you on that? No, I'm not going to. Well, no, no, no. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that text line is 303-943-3772. You can reach us during the show. You can reach us before and after the show, 24 hours a day. It doesn't matter. Text in any questions you might have. If you have some questions about guys that are playing uh, in the AHL right now, uh, we'll be happy to try to answer those. I know our friends up in Minnesota um, want to know about Wyatt Amit. Uh, from Minnesota State, and I'll tell you right now, he is making an impression on the folks uh, with the Colorado Eagles. So there's uh, there's one for you to kick things off. But okay, um, right, do, you, do you want me to answer the other two questions? Yeah, in a minute. In a minute. Okay, I just wanted uh, to make sure because I, I don't because you know we get somebody, <laughs> especially here in the beginning, that that sends yeah. us some comments or questions. Oh, okay. You know, you, I want to answer them. You talked me into I it. Encourage more. You talked me into it. Answer the other two as well. Uh, the other two questions that came in had to do with um, benefits for ASU and, 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 and internships and that sort of uh, minutia. 
the fact of the matter is this is not an official deal yet so there's no could they be could they have plans in place that have not been made public sure it's possible but it's not a done deal yet no matter what what hold on a minute says. what's not a done deal it's not a done deal that that is what, where what? the coyotes will be playing next oh season. okay okay just wanted to find out uh, by the way, uh, I, I flew to Phoenix yesterday, right. and I stopped by, and as you know, and if you've been on our Twitter account, you know that I put some pictures up there of the building, got to my right. top of my uh, favorite parking garage in Tempe, right. took some video, took some still shots. Then I walked around the building because I wanted to see the uh, construction on the new $20 million annex. Right. Were you impressed? Uh, with, depends on what you're talking about. What, what, what's the annex? I got you some good pictures. I put them out there on Twitter, too, but I got you some good ones. What did you think of it? I thought the picture was good. <laughs> yeah, there's not much construction going. it was good going. photography. Not much construction going on there at this point. Uh, um, basically, the rest of the building, the, the rest of the building looks good. I, I got a shot of the, uh, the Zamboni room. Uh, I don't think they've even got a door on that yet, but uh, that'll be cool. As I told you, Paul, this is the crowning jewel of college hockey in the West. It's what everybody should be striving for because what a beautiful setup right in the middle of campus. I mean, uh, Sun Angel, um, the track facility, their bleachers almost butt up against it. Uh, the old Packard Stadium is on the other side of it. There's a nice six-story parking garage uh, that is almost connected. It's that close. And uh, a parking lot on the other side, and then beyond that parking lot is, of course, Sun Devil Stadium. And just uh, kind of behind that is the beautiful, um, the beautiful uh, Wells Fargo Arena, if you'll call it that, or Desert Financial, whatever the name of it is. Now it changes so often, uh, it's kind of hard to keep up. But I understand I'm cutting out a little bit, so I'm going to try to find a little better spot for my internet. Tell me yeah, if okay. that works first better. Of all, first of all, we, I make it easy. And you don't have to worry about it because I still call it the activity center. And that might, <laughs> that's, that might folks, act, that's that, from 1987. <laughs> uh, and, and before. Um, and that might crank, make somebody cranky over there in the athletic department. But, you know, hey, um, like you said, it changes all the time. And this why I don't have to worry about it. I still call it what I called it when I was there. Well, Tuesday night, you asked Coach Powers if there was going to be a name anytime soon on the, the new multi-purpose arena. I thought what was interesting, Paul, and I don't know if you noticed this on some of the pictures I took, but uh, on the fencing around it, it says ASU multi-purpose arena, the home of ASU men's ice hockey and ASU wrestling and ASU women's gymnastics. That's what right. it said on the on the sign. It it, it didn't uh, go into anything else about any other teams participating there, uh, university related or not. So, okay, did you have one more question to add to it, or did we get them both, all three of them? No, I think we got all three. Okay, good. So if you want to text in, uh, once again, the uh, the text line is open. Uh, I've got the line with me right now, so I can actually see when those come in. Um, I will tell you one more time. It is 303-943-3772. You can ask a question to myself, Paul, or uh, Stephen Marsh when he comes up. Maybe somebody's got one for Stephen. So hey, wouldn't that be know. cool? And, and by the way, uh, just, you know, if we don't, if it comes in 
Uh, we don't get a chance to answer it that night. We'll get to it, I promise. Yep, I always do that. I always do that. Okay, so uh, let's go to the portal, Paul. Anything happening in the portal? Well, yeah, we, we know it's slowed down, uh, but, uh, you know, whenever uh, a, a power school like North Dakota takes a guy in from the portal, uh, I, I, it's got to be news, right? Uh, they added Union defenseman Ryan Sidorsky, uh, who will be a one-and-done. Uh, he was, you know, he played about 20 minutes a game. Uh, we know that uh, North Dakota's got some holes on the back line to fill, especially uh, losing Jake Sanderson. You know, nobody was sure if he would stay one more year or not, but uh, he did not. Uh, can't blame him. Paul, the, the other interesting thing about North Dakota is they've added three from the portal. All three are, uh, what, fifth years, I guess, right? They were all three seniors, one at UMass, one at Union, one at Michigan State. The Michigan State one is the goaltender, Drew DeRiro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so they're, they're being particular in, 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 in where they go uh, to use the portal, kind of like Denver, and you, you get that because – um, most of the guys that they're going to bring in are going to be on the higher end anyway. Um, and you're not only sure how many guys are going to sign and leave. So, you know, you're looking at, at, at bringing in guys to, to fill roles. Uh, Ty Farmer was the other defenseman you were talking about, the other player you're talking about. Uh, from UMass and you know he was on their national championship team so he's got some big time pressure experience which I'm sure uh was one of the things North Dakota was looking for so I mean this is you know like I said the North Dakotas the Denvers um don't add a lot through the portal um, I, I still think, obviously, things are going to shake out a little differently over time here. I, I think that uh, we'll get a truer feeling for it when the COVID years expire. Yeah, I think things will settle down when those are those are done. I believe there's two more years left of that. So one or two, uh, we'll, anyway. We'll see what happens. Um, Let's, let's quickly run through the teams that we covered. Denver's added Casey Dornbach and uh, Tristan Bros. Dornbach, a senior from Harvard. Tristan Bros, when Bros, well, however you want to call it. I've been told Bros, but I also heard people call him Bros. Um, from Minnesota, um, both really good pickups. Interesting. One will be a grad student, basically, or a fifth year, and the other is a going to be a sophomore. You're going to go through everybody? No, just going through the teams we cover. Okay, but one of those teams that we cover has added about 20 guys because they had no roster. <laughs> Seriously? I know. I know. Well, we got we got rid of uh, uh, Denver right now. Colorado College didn't add anybody, at least to this point, not through the portal anyway. So uh, we jumped down to the independents. We get to uh, our, our friends at Fairbanks. They added Johnny Sorensen from Minnesota, Mateo Pacheca from Western Michigan, Um T.J. Lloyd from Bowling Green and Matt Radomski, the uh, Holy Cross uh, junior goaltender, a uh, junior last year. So, yeah. Um, so they get four. Uh, Arizona State, we've already talked about in depth uh, last yeah. Tuesday with Coach Powers. Right. They got Lucas Sillinger. 
Uh, Ty Jackson, Dylan Jackson, the twins from right. Northeastern. TJ Simpton Felter. Correct. Uh, from Thank Northeastern. God, yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, the freshman goaltender last year at Northeastern, and a, nice. he's going to be he's going to be a star. Let's just put that. Can I throw that out there right now? He's going to be a star for the Sun Devils. So keep your eyes on that one. And uh, I'm going to let you do the last one because he's your neighbor, basically. Uh, Master Simone from from BU. Uh, you did cut out a little bit there. Um, um, so, uh, but we went through that a lot last week. Um, our buddies up at uh, Eric Largen up there and uh, at Fairbanks, they added a bunch of guys, and I'm sure that uh, we're going to get those him him back on here. Go through the the, the roster as it shapes up. Um, and you know, I think he might have added a whole new roster. <laughs> well, he might have, and you know, we know that Lindenwood's going to have a whole bunch of you. Get, we can't really be sitting here and and uh, especially since I can't print out a list without having to get a magnifying glass. Holy shit! <laughs> I went to print out a new list before, and I'm like, how the hell am I supposed oh. to read this print? Come on, and people. You understand how old my co-host is now when he's printing stuff out? I'm looking at it on a computer screen. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Anyway, um, Lindenwood, Lindenwood's added four so far. Two goaltenders, two forwards. Um, Hunter Joannis from AIC. Adam Conquest are the two forwards. One, that one from Bowling Green. Matt Ladd, a senior from Canisius, the goaltender. And uh, Ronnie Selman Kangas from Ferris State, a senior goaltender. So they, he, Coach uh, Zombo went out and got some goaltending age. Can I say that? Yeah, you can. And experience? Yeah. You think he that. knows what he's going to have to do to be somewhat competitive this first year? Well, listen, you know, I, obviously we want them to do as well as possible, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, we watched St. Thomas come in this year, and we knew they were going to – you know, nobody was expecting them to win 20 games. No one's expecting Lindenwood to win 20 games. Uh, the same thing with, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we're expecting uh, Anchorage to do that, but who knows? Um, Fairbanks came close last year. Much closer than anybody thought. Um, you know, so... Uh, anything is possible here. Um, but, you know, so we're just going to have to wait and see how it finishes out. Uh, it definitely is slowing down. Um, so if you're not already on your way to somewhere, um, the, the names are kind of dwindling down to how many are left without a place to play at this point. Uh, they'll end up somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay, or so before before we get to the break and Stephen Marsh, we got uh, another 11 minutes or so. Uh, let's talk about the new uh, NCHC commissioner. It, it's kind of funny because it sounded like they were dragging this process out, for lack of a better word, to, 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 to search a little longer to find a replacement for Josh Fenton, who, of course, left to be the commissioner of the Summit League. Right. But all of a sudden, out of – Seemingly nowhere, Heather Weems, the athletic director from St. Cloud State, 
was named the uh, new NCHC commissioner. Paul, what have you learned about Heather Weems? Well, you know, uh, she's not an unfamiliar face to those in the NCHC, obviously. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of a little bit of, of, of a comfort level, right? Because uh, who made this decision to, to bring her in as the athletic director? I mean, as the commissioner, you know, it's the other presidents and the other athletic directors, whatever that committee is. Um, so it definitely, uh, you know, when you're in a situation like the NCHC was and basically, and we know technically Josh was the second commissioner of the conference, but Basically, he was the 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 major domo here, and the guy running this league since the beginning. Um, we know that they've been doing things, and you know it's not a static league, and they continue to to try and be ahead of the curve, and it it makes a lot of sense if you think about it that somebody who's kind of already on the inside and kind of already has a feel for what the conference is trying to do and not having to get somebody up to speed from scratch. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and if you've seen Heather Weems before, it's because she's been around a lot. Uh, she was presenting awards at this year's Frozen Face-Off. Um, she, she's been very visible within the NCHC. And uh, no doubt she's going to do a really good job. I think you hit it on the head, Paul. That's somebody that's been around the conference, knows what's going on in the conference, and is ready to take the reins and continue on. Uh, when we had Josh in our interview, um, gosh, at the Frozen Four, uh, he did tell me that they were going to do some the tweaks and things with uh, the media side again with TV, doing some more live things. So that So that's exciting. Uh, I did talk with uh, Michael Weissman, and he said that at some point down the road, we will get uh, Heather Weems on with us to uh, well, to get a little more detail. So you want to look forward to that. She doesn't officially start, though, Paul, until July 6th. So ah, it could be okay, a little while whatever. before she she makes that move to talk a lot of media. I know uh, there was a press conference, I believe, Monday, or is it th- or is it tomorrow? It might be tomorrow. Which that, is also uh, Monday, by the way. Yeah, how's that? I how's that? It was a Monday. It was some Monday somewhere. <laughs> you know. She's anyway, been, I I believe it's tomorrow. She's been involved in the WCHA. Uh, she was involved in the Northern Sun Conference, which is basically uh, what that's the Division Three league that they kick St. Thomas out of, right? Yeah, the NSCI or whatever it is, NSIC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, she she's she's been at Denver. Okay. Um, so she's you know she's she's uh, in familiar territory, and they didn't have to bring somebody. You know, it makes more sense. Not that somebody from outside that zone, that league would have or that you know that neck of the woods would have been uh unpalatable but you know the old expression if it ain't broke don't fix it this is kind of in that 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think you if know. she'd have come in from outside the zone, she might have been offside. Yeah, I ah. mean, this is... <laughs> like I said, that was a little humor. That's hockey humor I injected there. Uh, leave the funny stuff to me because I'm obviously the funny one here. Um, okay. Um, By the way, I'm going to watch Jason Magna Millions Magna play tonight. Want to talk Bobby the Blur Brink? I got a million of them. I, I got know a million that's of them. the problem. That is the problem. You have a quote million of them. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it should be a very, very smooth transition. Um, maybe she doesn't officially start till July 6th, but I mean, she already knows what's going on, you know, and anything that, that, that the league was doing, you know, as part of her gig as the athletic director at St. Cloud, she was involved in it anyway. So. Yeah, that's a hundred percent correct. So. Welcome aboard to the NCH, Heather Weems. I have no doubt that you're going to have your hands full very soon because I got a feeling with this growth going on in college hockey, Paul, that there may be a little shifting of teams within conferences. Not going to say I know anything, just telling you, it appears that there may be some shifting coming up in the very near future. We know uh, the teams that are coming on board. We know they need to find a conference, and uh, I'm sure that's going to happen over the next uh, two to five years. Well, listen, um, I, I will say this, and uh, Michael, when you hear this, you can prepare uh, the new commissioner uh, that we are going to ask uh, about that changing landscape in college hockey because it's going to be an issue. And there will be no conference that is unaffected by it. So. Somehow with the question has to be asked. Yeah, I know. And Michael just texted me and said, forget it. You're not getting her now if you're going to start off that way. (laughs) That's a joke. Michael, we love you. You know it. Um, Anyway. Leave the funny stuff to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. So. The funny stuff on your end. That ought to be something. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, let's take a quick break. Let's come back here in about four minutes, and uh, we'll bring on our own Stephen Marsh, who's uh, been keeping track of guys playing in the AHL and the NHL that just recently completed their college play. I will see another one of those tonight right here, a couple of them, actually. Wyatt right. Amit with the, uh, the Colorado Eagles and David Rennick. The uh, backup goaltender, well, who knows if he's a backup now. He's been a starter, a backup, and a starter, and a backup, and back and forth like a yo-yo. So we'll see who's in net tonight for uh, for the Ontario Reign. But David Rennick is on the roster. And, of course, Taylor Ward, the uh, UNO um, product, has uh, been on the top line for the Reign as well in the, in the previous two games. So we'll see how Taylor Ward is doing as well. But we'll be back in uh, about four minutes and bring on Stephen Marsh. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. 
on your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite nhl player or shout out your own game with your own number Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is College Hockey West Live. All right, indeed it is. Welcome back in, hockey fans. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from the traveling Summer Skate Studios as I sit in the parking lot at Ontario, California, in front of the Toyota Arena. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, in that beautiful mansion they call it out on Long Island, New York. It is truly something to see, folks. If you get to New York, get out on the island, take a look when you drive by. Paul will wave at you, probably uh, holding up a land shark, something like that, But uh, and wearing the summer skates. But, yeah, uh, the palatial estate uh, out on Long Island. Paul, uh, how are you? Uh, your hotel room is bigger than my house, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, Steven, I love you it. let him pull his crap uh, on you, too? <laughs> anyway, it's time to check in and bring uh, my uh, Wednesday night co-host, my AHL 
uh, compadre, uh, Stephen Marsh, uh, into the show. Stephen, welcome to College Hockey West Live. Unmute yourself and say hello to the people that are listening from all around hockey land. Yeah. <laughs> Did you make it to the beach yet? <laughs> oh, please. Oh, come on, man. I just got here. From the beach. <laughs> I didn't even get to the hotel yet. That'll be at midnight or later. <laughs> I already warned them. I said, this game could go into overtime, but see at 1 a.m. <laughs> Pacific time. It from the bench. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, that's, even... oh, that's that's Monday that you're going to be at the beach. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And now uh, our good friend Connor McGay, he may have messed me all up on that. Thanks, Connor. No, actually, we love having Connor on, but he may uh, he may uh, be calling me and we may be recording it in the middle of the day tomorrow. So we'll see. Really? But, uh, but Connor is uh, excited about coming on and talking hockey. So if you're a uh, Avalanche, if you're a Denver Pioneer, if you're a Vegas Golden Knight, uh, anywhere that Connor's been. Okay, just a hockey fan. There will be some great insight with Connor McGahey, I promise you. Okay, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna ask him about some of the nicknames he comes up with for some of the Avalanche players. You were just when I was there visiting with you in uh, Colorado. <laughs> I made man, you, you play them all. We, you, we, you were just uh, you were just excited to to relay, relay them as we were listening to some of the game and as we were touring around the lovely. All hail areas. Kale. <laughs> That's right. That's Steven, right. Stephen, please don't encourage him. Isn't it? Ba- isn't he bad enough on his own? He doesn't need to be encouraged by anybody or anyone. <laughs> Well, he's inspired by Carter. Carter comes up with these nicknames, so it inspires Scott to come up with the nicknames that he does for the things we do. It's Val Chuskin, the Choo Choo Train. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's to be determined. Oh, he's got to be better at it than Scott is. Oh, there's no question about that. Captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, no, anyway. what did I do? What have I done? Oh, okay. Scott's going off the rails. Uh, <laughs> it went off the rails when, when Scott when we started, so don't worry about that. I see that. Okay. I see we had some uh, some issues there with the, with the connection. Uh, yeah, well, I'm in a parking lot of the Toyota Arena, so don't blame it on me. <laughs> blame it on them. <laughs> They're blocking my signal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Stephen, I wanted to have you on because, as I was telling Paul before you came on, uh, you've had a chance to see some guys that played college hockey and have made the jump to either AHL or NHL hockey, as have I, and I'm sure Paul's seen via the television or the computer screen, but um, – I think, Stephen, what I'm seeing this year is more and more players are uh, AHL, certainly, and maybe some even NHL-ready coming out of college. So just your thought on what you've seen so far. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that's kind of way things have trended uh, this year with that, uh, with these players that are coming out of college, as you said, and getting opportunities with, with NHL teams or with American Hockey League teams. We certainly saw what the – what Brendan Brisson kind of got to do here in, in Henderson uh, with the Silver Knights when he came on here after the run that he had in Michigan and, and of course, going to the uh, the Frozen Four and then being able to, to jump in. And in his first game, too, as a Silver Knight, being able to, to get a goal uh, in, in your first game. So that that's pretty uh, exciting. Uh, but, you know, he had uh, seven games uh, with the Silver Knights in the regular season and, of course, a couple games in the playoffs. So he had eight points in that in that stretch, three goals and five assists. So that was, that was pretty good. He started off pretty hot. And then, you know, the last few games, he, he, he didn't get much on the scoreboard, but, but he certainly is a, a player that has a lot of skill and talent. And obviously it's the Golden Knights it, like that. They of course have signed him for a, a, an entry level deal. That'll start next season. But, 
Um, I, I think it just kind of goes back to what we've talked about before, where the, the gap between the college level and the pro level has gotten to be really uh, uh, closer together than it was before. It used to be this big gap. Now it seems like it's kids coming out of college, especially that have maybe played several years, and maybe the COVID thing having the extra year for a lot of these guys that they came back and played um, certainly prepared them more for the opportunity to to play and, and jump right into an opportunity to, to to play with some of these these NHL teams or American Hockey League teams. Well, let's face it. Um... The, the percentage of NHL players now that have played college hockey is enormous. You know, in, in, the, in, in 43 years, we've gone from the players who played college hockey in the NHL were the oddball to, you know, the second biggest supplier of NHL players. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the numbers still have the Canadian Junior Leagues as the number one supplier. I could be wrong. Um, but, you know, at, at a third, it's pretty close to spot on, even if, I, even if I'm off a few percentage points. So, uh, you know, eventually that number has to build – up everywhere else because you know then you're talking about how many player how many college players uh, even if they're not NHL material are now playing the in the AHL or the ECHL right or go play professional over in Europe where that never happened so I mean the the the, the fact of the matter is that. You know, more teams, more players, more opportunities. And I don't want to sit here and say that, you know, it's it's not quite what the NFL and the NBA are in terms of farm systems for the NHL. But it's getting closer and closer to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stephen, you talked about Brenda Brisson, but but also you had a chance to see Isaiah Seville, the uh, former um, Omaha goaltender, come up and, and get some time with the AHL club in uh, Henderson. What were your thoughts on, on Isaiah, and do you think it's more difficult for the goaltenders to make the adjustment than the forwards or defensemen? Uh, yeah, certainly, certainly could be. You know, he he kind of had a he he kind of got thrown into the fire almost because the the um, the situation with Henderson, their the goaltending situation. They had uh, you know Logan Thompson, of course, wasn't with the team. He was up at the big club, and then they had some other injuries to some of their goaltenders, and then you know so he he kind of had to go in in that um, in that sec those last few games in the regular season, and he was. He started like five, six games in a row there, and he was really outstanding. He got better each game that went along with at the American Hockey League level. And so, um, you know, this is a kid, again, just came out of college. He came in and, and had to play some really um, high-level uh, hockey. Obviously, the, the Silver Knights were going to be in the playoffs, but they were still fighting for positioning a little bit and just kind of getting tuned up. And, and he was he was really – I mean, the coaches were, were impressed by him. Uh, certainly as as those those went on but uh, you know the, the market for goaltenders is always uh is always thinner because that's the, that's there's a fewer 
positions for Golden. I mean, you have what twelve forwards and eight defense, uh, six defensemen on a team usually. Um, so there's a lot of openings there. But goaltenders usually just two or three that are going to be kind of your steady stream of goaltenders on a team. I mean, you'll have others in the pipeline, but but uh, you know they're they're harder to come by. So it's 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 tougher competition for sure. And uh, he's 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 well on his way, but. But uh, he, he was impressive, and he got like I said, I, I think he got more opportunity than maybe he he, he even expected uh, with Henderson when he he came here, just because of the circumstances that that presented himself. But uh, you know, he, he of course was drafted by the Golden Knights, and then of course played his time in, in college, and then he had the opportunity to to come and and start his pro career in, in Henderson, and and like I said, got some good, really some good uh, experience uh, at, at the at the AHL level, which is uh, which is pretty impressive, and really risen up to the task too. Well, I think that in, in some ways, I think the adjustments uh, as a, as a goalie is a is, is a little smoother than a position player or at least less up and down than a position player. You know, like, like we talked about, uh, Brendan Brisson. Uh, he's going to be on the on the Golden Knights next year. We, we I don't think anybody doubts that. But you know, you get out to a hot start, especially with their cap situation. He'll come cheap for them, and is a good player, oh, and and well, and he'll be yeah, an, he'll I mean, he'll really save them some cap space. Who what would that mean? Who will go for the Golden Knights? Probably somebody that fans like, but but there's somebody that especially the cap era in the NHL. You get these college players come in, and if they're really good. And they come cheap, obviously, you know, not making that much to start off with. Um, he'll be a, certainly a desirable asset to the to the big club, yeah. Right, and you know, you get those hot starts, and then I think the 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 whirlwind kind of catches up to you, and you end up slowing down a little bit, and you get a chance to get rejuvenated in the off season. Um, goalies. As, as you said, Stephen, there's, there's not as many nets to play. So guys take a little bit longer to develop in terms of getting to the NHL and staying in the NHL. But I think the adjustment period might be a little bit different for a goalie because uh, how, long does, how long does it take to kind of get adjusted to the speed as a goalie? Now, I could be totally off base. I've never played goalie at all. I'm, I'm just kind of what I see from goalies. And we're not talking about the elite level guys either. We're not like we know Sergei Bobrovsky is getting paid $10 million a year. And the Panthers had a great year. Um, and still having, and still, and, st- and still, and still having a good year. Cause they're still in the playoffs. <laughs> Well, right, but I mean, but this, you know, last season, right? You know, you know, it, when they got to the playoffs, uh, Spencer Knight came in as a, as a rookie, and you know, we're talking about a guy that was playing in the World Juniors and the World Championships. So, you know, those top top guys is obviously a different story, but for most of the guys that are not those top top guys, um, because of there are fewer of them and. And the communication thing is the biggest thing with the goalies. I don't think it's necessarily the speed of the game or the 
um, the way you play the game that's different. Just you now have to communicate and learn how to deal with communicating with 25 new guys. And at the minor league level, those guys are changing all the time. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a great segue into Wyatt Amit, the uh, uh, really good defenseman from Minnesota State that, that made it to the national championship game and uh, lost to Denver. But um, I, I've watched Wyatt now. He's played four regular season games in Colorado and uh, then jumped into the playoffs. And two nights ago, or two games ago, I thought he was, uh, him and uh, uh, Keaton Middleton were the best pairing, uh, defensive pairing that I saw. And, and Keaton told me afterwards, he said, yeah, we've kind of been known as a shutdown defensive pair. And I said, how can that be with a, a kid coming in from college? He said, he's a fast learner. And uh, he always takes advice from anybody that'll give it to him. And, um, you know what? He stays in his zone. He knows what he's going to do, and um, that's working out well for him. So there's just one example of a kid making the jump, and now he'll be playing tonight in front of me. And by the way, guys, uh, I've got a question on the text line is, why are there so many black, silver, and white jerseys around me? Um, Really? <laughs> Steven, you know the answer to that one? You're playing the Kings Farm, the, the Colorado Eagles are playing the Kings Farm team. Yeah, uh, they're starting to come in this parking lot like crazy. It's like uh, I'm being overwhelmed uh, by black, silver, and white. By the way, guys, I wore gray and white tonight as part of my colors because I thought I was going to try to be neutral, but apparently I'm leaning more towards the Kings in that outfit. Do you have, do you, uh, Steven? Excuse me, the rain, the rain. I'm leaning more towards the rain. Steven, does, does, does he actually go to games? It was was he actually in Loveland for those first two games in the series where they played the Ontario Rain? Did he not see? Did does his are his glasses broken? Does he need a new prescription? Because did he not know that they basically are the same colors as as the, the LA Kings, the the parent club? It's interesting because we did a we did a a, a Twitch video uh, that we on our new Pro Hockey West video, and we talked about the uh, the jersey the uh, the logos or the uh, of the teams that were left, and and we, I brought up the point that the uh, the Ontario Reign maybe was towards Buck, was kind of it, it was because of the fact that they were pretty much it was the Kings colors and logo scheme that the Kings have. You know the the Eagles had the you know the eagle, the condors or the condor, and you know which right. of the so. It, I'm sure he heard that, so I, he should be aware that that it's, that it's uh, black and did, black and. Did he, did, did he think that this game was in Henderson? Maybe I don't know. Oh, I wish it was in Henderson. I wish we were. I wish the Henderson, but uh, yeah, I don't. Seriously, all he has to do is take may... a look. All he has to do is take a look at the gas prices, and he'll realize that he's in California. Yeah, five dollars fifty nine cents a gallon. By the way, I found it. It, it was it was four seventy nine in Phoenix. I drive down the interstate. I stop at a Love's truck stop in Quartzsite, and uh, and in Quartzsite, Arizona, the gas was four forty one. So I saved almost thirty cents a gallon by getting out of Phoenix. And then all of a sudden, I get to L.A. and it's five fifty nine at the cheapest. I'm going like, 
what is going on here in Colorado? It's three seventy four. Okay, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox on the gas prices because, um, good lord, <laughs> let's get real around here, folks. That's another. That is another show entirely, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure that uh, uh, it has anything to do with hockey. Well, this this has to do with it hockey. Is if real- you can't get there, <laughs> really quickly. Well, the Congratulations right. to the Rangers uh, who just beat the Penguins in overtime to move on to the next round. Who? <laughs> I know you'd love to hear that <laughs> that update, Paul. <laughs> At least there's one team from New York in the playoffs still. Um, really? Because I don't, I don't know who they are. So I. <laughs> well, he's. I'll tell you, he's he's going to be uh, getting ready for a storm surge. He's going to be rooting for some storm surges in the in the next round <laughs> for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> wow. You know, uh, we'll pick, we'll, we will pick and choose uh, what we do here. Um, I know as of right now, <laughs> Dallas is winning game seven in Calgary. Uh, but that's oh, goodness. in the first period. Steven, I don't know if you knew, but the Avalanche are playing the, uh, the uh, are they playing? plural primary like color. They're going to play the, plur- the plural primary color. Oh, there you go. There you go again. Because <laughs> it, it feels like the Avalanche are done because they haven't played in so long that I didn't even know if they were still Well, yeah, when you, when you sweep when you... your first round opponent, you just get to sit around and rest. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, it, it's just what it feels like. That's all. By the, by the way, since since you're in Ontario now, you'll have to give me a report on the cowbell situation there because uh, I, I've, I, I'm, I'm under the impression there'll be far less uh, – Cowbells uh, ringing in the uh, Toyota Arena, and then we're at the Budweiser Event Center. You'll play hear the it tape. if there the if tape. there's any. I'm gonna get them out there. Play the tape. <laughs> I told him to play the tape just for use. <laughs> uh, I do have cowbell tape. It is uh, very loud, but um, the Eagles are confident tonight. Speaking of tonight's game, as uh, we start to wind things down here, but. The Eagles are very confident coming into this one. I don't know that I would be quite that confident. The uh, the rain has something to prove now. It's against their uh, backs against the wall, as they say, because um, you lose now and you're done. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, that's you know, that's the 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 beauty of of, of hockey, though. I mean, we've seen where teams come back and, and teams, you know, it doesn't, does it happen often? No, but a little bit easier in a five game series and a seven game series in terms of being down to your last strike and coming back. So. Okay. I want to wrap it up and Steven, you're welcome to hang in there. If you want uh, the uh, North American hockey league, Robertson cup championship game, I believe is coming up tomorrow. And, um, the New Mexico Ice Wolves have uh, have made it to the championship game. I am told via Tanner Harris, uh, Harris, not Wilson. Uh, Wilson. <laughs> Tanner Wilson. Why do I always call him Tanner Harris? I think you're thinking of the guy I in know, Arizona University of Arizona that works for the for the Wildcats. Yeah, I know Tanner. What? I know Tanner Harris. <laughs> Who? Where? Oh. What? <laughs> that school down south that that we don't like to to talk about. I guess. <laughs> oh, I forget okay. what show. Now I forgot. I, I forgot what show. Again. I forget what show I'm on. <laughs> now, I, now I understand. Okay. Anyway, so the Ice Wolves just moving their way toward the Robertson Cup Championship. What a great job. And, and the tie-in to college hockey on that one is Alex Gomez, one of their stars, 
is on his way to Alaska Anchorage, and I know that Coach Shasby is thrilled to have Alex Gomez on his way up there. But, guys, your thoughts on the North American Hockey League? I, I think that league has just probably made the biggest jump in quality talent um, than any other league out there. Well, listen, you know, the 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 talent level gets affected in the long run like by, like by everything else, right? As the talent level gets better at the college level and there are more teams, um, it makes more uh, competition for spots. So that improves the USHL and it improves the, the, the North American League. And, you know, and we already know that a lot of schools get their goalies from that league because um, it definitely has developed over time as a proving ground for goalies. You know, and, um, you know, I, I, I like to see it. I, I, I kind of, you know, uh, spent, you know, I did spend a year living in New Mexico and, uh, I'm glad to see that the game is is has gotten there because it certainly wasn't there when I was. Uh, this is the first time they're making the playoffs, and they still own one of the best logos. I love that. That's uh, great. Anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, oh, no, I love at that. any yeah. level. By the way, fun fact about New Mexico: there is a Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yes, that is <laughs> true. By the way, good stuff. I'm sure it's got a. It's probably far less uh, lit up less than neon. than. <laughs> than the Las Vegas in Nevada. You should see the strip there, Stephen. I've driven through there before. You should see their strip. It's unbelievable. What three or Vegas? three or four eighteen thousand seat arenas on it? Oh, wrong, wrong Las Vegas. Wrong Vegas. My bad. Oh, wrong Vegas. Yeah, wrong one. Um, uh, but no, I mean that's. I agree with you there, and you know, I mean, um, I, I like the, sh- the the they were kind enough to give us a shirt or two when you were down there visiting. Uh, it was very nice of them. Um, and, and and if you don't have any of their stuff, you should. Yeah, I mean, you got to get online to the, the, the NM Ice Wolves, I believe is what they are, because it looks like the nmicewolves.com. It's yeah, awesome. Okay, that's fine. Um, it's awesome. However you can get there, get there. But, yeah, so, so good luck to Alex Gomez as he goes for a uh, Robertson Cup championship and then makes his way up to Anchorage to play for Coach Shasby, who, by the way, put out a roster, which was pretty impressive what he's done uh, recruiting from a program, basically starting from scratch again. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, once again, not rushing the season to start. But you can't wait, can you? Right. (laughs) I can't wait for this, but I'm not rushing it because I don't want to rush my summer. Okay. Uh, let me let me throw one more final thing out. Uh, obviously, on my way to Ontario, I had to go through Indio, Coachella Valley, and uh, Palm Springs. And uh, I saw a building on the horizon right next to I-10, so I pulled over to look and see what it was. Yes, it is. The Coachella Valley Firebirds are rising from the desert dirt. And uh, what a fantastic building that looks like it's going to be. Um, I know they say they're going to be ready in October. I have my doubts, but uh, God bless them for trying, right? Well, uh, I don't, I don't, I think they kind of admitted that they weren't going to be ready because they're going to play a few. The, the start, the, the Kraken uh, are going to 
they're going to host them up there in in, the, in that area for for the first part of the season. Then they'll move down into in down there into Palm Springs. Uh, yeah, what so I'm I, saying, if they have it done by Christmas, I'll be uh, I'll be shocked because there's a lot of work left to do in that building, but not well, quite as it, much it, as the annex. I was going to ask Paul's, you, Paul's favorite well, team. Well, I was going to say the annex is well underway, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do they have, Paul, at the annex? One uh, cement column? Is that what you saw? I I didn't see anything, but what do I know? One cement well, column. I guess it, I guess it depends on what your rebar. definition of well underway is. If that's your definition of well underway, then, then yeah. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> that's anyway, so, so, and by the way, uh, I measured it out. It's 79 miles from the Ontario Toyota Arena to uh, to Palm Springs, so that's an easy cover. Whoever gets that task, yeah, you yeah, got well, whoever gets it's going to be spoiled. It's just right down the freeway. I mean, come on. Anyway, well. <laughs> anyway, Stevens, you got anything else to add before we say goodnight? And I go inside this beautiful building to see what happens tonight in Game Three. No, I just it's just exciting that we you know the hockey playoffs are are still going on. We're, it's the best time of the year. You know the it's, the fields are starting to dwindle down. We're getting to the best of the best. Um, Colorado, of course, you mentioned if they hold on and win tonight, they'll move on to play Stockton in the in the next round in the division final. Ontario, though, they win and and you'll be there. Uh, you'll have another night in that building on uh, Tuesday night. But uh, either way, it's uh, it's exciting and and it's exciting for the the college kids, as we've been talking about, getting the opportunity to, to play uh, in these uh, playoffs because, uh, you know, the AHL is the second best league in the world, as the people say, maybe in the, in, at least, in the, of course, right below the NHL. And you get that opportunity to, to play, and it's exciting. So, well, you're going to be in for a good one tonight, I'm sure. All right. Well, I'm going inside the black hole. Paul, you got any closing comments for us? Uh, Steven, just tell your buddy Nick over there, the great Pacific – hockey conference that's 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 just just let him and, know and by nick he means nick or boney well I, 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 you said that i didn't i couldn't know other people <laughs> he might have as i said he might have other nick so he's yeah. talking about nick or boney uh, well you know just you know far be it from me not to throw it out there that's all <laughs> that's a direct hint steven that he wants unlv in the ncaa ranks soon um, uh, well, it'll happen one of these days. It'll happen. We just gotta let it run its course and and see what see what happens. I'm just you know just throwing it out there. That's all. I you know I'm not expecting any answers. I'm not expecting. Uh, well, you, you comment. You, you, you probably aren't, you probably aren't gonna get any answers from them. I think we 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 tried asking <laughs> well, them was, before and they kind of they kind of shy about it. I was trying <laughs> to get them from you. I wasn't trying. To oh, well, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any influence on anything. <laughs> <laughs> but but let me tell you, I told everybody at Lindenwood was going to go, and Paul swore up and down all the way up until the Thursday that they made the announcement that that wasn't happening. Well, there was other people oh, too yeah. that weren't very uh, very uh, even at the I, I ACHA you. tournament. They were like, I don't know. And then Rick, and then, Rick Zombo, and then, when Rick Zombo says he's doing something, it gets done. So congratulations, Coach. Good luck this year, Stephen. You know what the crazy part about that is? He thinks people listens to him. Nobody listens to him. <laughs> Jason Megna Millions Megna uh, from the Summer Skate Bob, Studios. Bobby the Blur Brink. Mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the Summer Skate Studios behind the masks, College Hockey West Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Brought to you by Burrito Express.
homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations, more behindthemask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Steven, go get yourself some. The best barbecue, Las Vegas style. And available at all Allegiant Stadium events and, of course, at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV to catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World Hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Metro by T-Mobile. Get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Liberty University. Over 700 programs of study to help impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at Liberty.edu. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. Once again, question, comment for the show. Let us know on our text message line at 1303-943-3772. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. We better let Scott go so he can get in there before they run out of yeah, he's gotta, food. Before they run out of food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's long gone, fellas. It's uh, 29 minutes to face off. I'm going inside. Our thanks to Stephen Marsh for joining us. Stephen and I will be doing an Instagram live tonight sometime after the fourth overtime at about 2 a.m. I'll be asleep. <laughs> Paul will be asleep. I got to go to work, guys. Uh, I'm going to go get something done here. and uh, Work? What's uh, that? <laughs> st- stay tuned for tomorrow because uh, right now I'm scheduled to have the voice of the Avalanche, the former voice of DU Pioneers, Um, The guy that's done a little bit of everything, Connor McGahee, joining us tomorrow. Um, Send your messages in, but send them in early because uh, Connor and I will be taping it a little early tomorrow, it sounds like, to accommodate his schedule. So, all right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro and ask everybody to tune in again as we are the quad pod of College Hockey Podcast Sunday through Wednesday. Good night, everybody. Good night.